Hello friend, Zachary Sockhill here from RetroactiveJealousy.com and today I'm answering a reader email from Jack. Jack writes, I'm curious, I often feel like I'm not enough for my partner. He's had so many sexual partners and when I look at myself, I feel like I'm definitely less good looking and much less attractive than they were. I'm afraid I might turn out to be not enough. Does this have to do with retroactive jealousy? Thanks for your message, Jack. And the short answer is yes. I, I think this is a pretty classic example of retroactive jealousy manifesting itself, especially if you have a partner who's had a rather active sex life. And there's a lot to dig into here, but I'll just start off by saying that, you know, this is definitely related to retroactive jealousy and everything I talk about on this channel, my website, retroactivejealousy.com, my guidebook, my online course. I mean, this is pretty standard stuff. You can, you know, have a look at that and see what might be helpful for you in there. But I want to introduce an idea today that I'm not sure I've talked about publicly. I get into this with private coaching clients sometimes, I get into this with students taking my course sometimes, but I'm not sure I've talked about it on this channel. And the idea is when we question our partner about their past, or when we look to them for reassurance, or when we do all these you know, habits, all of these really negative things that we associate with retroactive jealousy, when we act in these ways in front of our partner, the message we're sending to our partner is you're a liar. I don't believe you. When you tell me I'm the best for you, when you tell me I'm attractive, when you tell me the sex is great, when you tell me how much you love me, all these things, what we're saying to them in essence when we question them is you're a liar. So for anyone watching this who's maybe done that before, and by the way, I used to be the master of this, so I certainly include myself in this category, but for anyone watching this who's behaved in this way before, ask yourself, if I was on the receiving end of that, how might that make me feel? You know, How might it make me feel to be constantly basically told by my partner that they don't trust me? They don't believe me when I reassure them, when I talk about how much I love them, when I do all these things for them. They keep rejecting it on some level. They keep questioning it or looking for more reassurance. And you know, they don't, they don't trust me. I would imagine if you're anything like me, at a certain point you come to the realization that that's pretty unattractive behavior. And it's insulting to feel like the person you love, probably the person you love most in the world, thinks you're a liar. They don't trust you. They don't believe you. So anyone watching this who's struggling with insecurity around retroactive jealousy, which is 99.9% .9 of people dealing with this issue, frankly, and again, certainly was me once upon a time, anyone engaged in this process of constantly looking for reassurance, not trusting their partner when they give you compliments, not trusting your partner when they you know, say that you're the best for them or all the rest, just remember that everyone has their breaking point. I promise you, I've got emails to prove it. <laughs> Everyone has their breaking point, and at a certain point, your partner will not be able to take being made to feel like a liar anymore. It's really insulting, it's really hurtful, and at a certain point, unfortunately, they're likely to just reject you and, and walk away and confirm all of your worst fears and doubts about yourself simply because they're tired of being made to feel like a liar all the time. So when people look to me for advice on overcoming insecurity, overcoming feelings of inadequacy, I mean, this is by no means an original idea, but the thing that I tell them all the time is it has to come from within. I mean, you need to believe it for yourself. As great as it can be to you know, hear nice things from your partner and for them to say all kinds of nice things about you and provide this reassurance, when it comes to retroactive jealousy, that isn't enough. It really, really isn't. This is a big reason why I really you know, try to ram home the point 
in my online course, in my guidebook, that retroactive jealousy is your problem to solve and your partner can't solve this problem for you. There's a lot to be said about the, you know, the art of building self-esteem. There's a couple really good books on this topic. I'll post a link to that material in the description. You can have a look at that. But above all, remember that every time you reject your partner's love, every time you reject their words of reassurance, you're telling them that they're a liar and that's really unattractive, it's really unhelpful, and it's only pushing them away from you. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.